Hello, Edinburgh, night three. Beautiful anonymous. One hour, one phone call. No names, no holds barred. I'd rather go one-on-one. I think it'll be more fun. And I'll get to know you, and you'll get to know me. Hi, everybody. My name is Chris Gethard, and... You're about to hear another of our live shows from Edinburgh, Scotland. Thanks to everybody who came out in Edinburgh. So happy you were there. Those crowds were small but mighty. And anyone who was there live can vouch for me. The call you're about to hear. This was a weird one in a lot of different ways, both in the way the content went down and in some revelations that happened during the call. Um, I think it's going to make you laugh. Also want to let you know, if you're going, I'd like to go see a live Beautiful Anonymous someday, guess what? This episode's coming out on October 10th, 2022. On October 14th, I'll be at the Earl in Atlanta, Georgia, doing stand-up comedy. I'll be at 40 Watt, the legendary 40 Watt in Athens, Georgia, doing some stand-up comedy. So I don't have any Beautiful Anonymous tapings this weekend, but we can hang, you can say hi, see my show. I've been working real hard on this show. It's going to make you laugh. It's going to make you feel some feelings. ChrisGeth.com. If you're in Atlanta or Athens, come on out. It's going to be me, and I'm traveling with the great Franco Danger, who's probably my favorite young comedian, although there's so many good young comedians coming out of Jersey. One of the young bucks in New Jersey coming with me out on the road. Anyway, this week's call, all the people out there who are like, I love when they get crazy and there's no real plan and we'll see where it goes. Well, guess what? Ding, ding, ding. This one's for you. We're going to find out that this caller knows another caller who we've heard from in recent therapy. We're going to hear this one bounce to a million different random questions. This is like, just imagine an hour of unregulated ADD in audio form. And that's, that's what we got right here. So many different directions, so many different questions, a couple serious points, but mostly just chaos. Also, I want to let everybody know the caller says her name and another person's name, like maybe a thousand times. So there's a lot of beeps in this episode, but what can I do? What can I do? We got to beep the names when they come up. Anyway, you're going to enjoy it. It's pure chaos. Thank you for calling Beautiful Anonymous. A beeping noise will indicate when you are on the show with the host. Hello, caller. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. How's it going? How's it going? It's going good. I tell you what, I've been a little... This festival is a great thing. It also, as a performer, can beat, can beat you down. And I was feeling a little beat up. And then today, I had the, the, my, my, my show with my comedy. It was the best show on my run. So I'm feeling That's really good. good. Feeling really good. Yeah, feeling good. And now I get to talk to you. I feel even better. So how are you doing? Are you telling me? I'm good. Are you telling me I have to get on stage after you like completely rocked it? I have to like follow up that? Yeah, yeah. If I'm being honest, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I I don't think I would ever. I don't think. Can you imagine if someone was like, how'd your show go tonight? And I was like, I completely rocked it. Like no one would accept. (laughs) No one would find that acceptable. No, they were really kind. Like the crowd was very much with me in it. And I feel lucky. But yeah. So they'll take pity on me too, yeah? I already. Yeah, but I'll tell you, I already like your attitude. You got good energy. No, thank you. Yeah. What's your story? Uh, that's a great question. Um, I don't know where to start my story. Okay. I'm trying to think what I told your producer. I, uh, Good. we got time. Got a little blank. I told her I was up to analyze your birth chart. If that's, uh, 
My birth chart? Yeah. Oh boy. That's way more interesting to me. That's what I've okay. been doing with my like quarantine activities. I've been, Let's uh, do it. So you do birth charts. Is that numerology? No, that's uh, astrology. Astro oh, okay. Astrology. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you out of the gate. I don't believe in that stuff, but if you can wow me, I'm down. Oh no. I'm happy to give it a shot. Okay. So, um, it gets a little more wowy if you know your birth time, but if not, it's fine. We can still. I do. Rough, still I roughly time. know my birth time. Yeah. Ooh, do you? Okay. Um, are you comfortable sharing it in front of a crowd? I am. I can't imagine any way that sharing my birth time would lead to negative. Like if you were like, you want to share your home address? I'd be like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> you want to share your phone number? Mm, don't think I can do that. Birth time? I don't think there's a way someone could use that to steal my identity, right? Okay. I wouldn't think so, but. Okay. Okay. You know. <laughs> now, do you already know my birthday? Have you looked it up? Um, I have. Actually, I have a friend who has the same birthday as you. Um, she didn't call the show the other night, did she? Oh, she might have. Really? <laughs> yeah. That was your friend? Yeah, that was my friend. That was two nights ago. How do you and your friend keep getting through? You're not the same Listen, person, are got, you? We got a system. No, she's here, though. <laughs> she's with you? Put her on the phone. <laughs> here, let me take the headphones out. Who wants to talk to you? I don't know. Chris wants a word. <laughs> okay. Hey, Chris. What is this shit? <laughs> You cracked the code? You figured out how to get through and no one else can? So now the show is just dominated by you and your friends? Could be if you want. Listen, Chris, you should have learned this about me, that I'm a team player. So I'm going to help a sister out. Also, she's the one who introduced me to the podcast, so I feel a little bad. That's good, but I just need this live. Was anyone here two nights ago by chance? Yeah. You were. You can vouch me. This lady sneaks into parades and stuff, everybody. You can't trust her. <laughs> She sneaks into running parades. I think. Yeah, she runs parades in small towns, and those people don't know she's doing it all as a gag. Watch your back. Anyway, no, it's very nice to talk to you. Okay, let's well, put your friend back on. Okay. Well, I just want to say that uh, you've had me really be thinking about my life choices and my ability okay. to like be honest with myself. So thanks for that. <laughs> sure. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, you you gave me the business the other night too. Now I'm gonna get my chart read here. I feel totally exposed. <laughs> oh, what's your birth time? My birth time was, I think, it was either 6.17 a.m. or 7.16 a.m. Should we, okay. you want to split the difference and say 6.45? Sure, let's do it. Okay. Oops, back at tight. And now what do you do? You just enter all these numbers into a computer and they tell you mystical things about me? What is this? How does this work? Yeah. I mean, it is like, you can just like pull up free charts on the internet you know okay. i use astrocharts.com but there's a bunch of them out there so Time this is not like a thing so we're not saying you're not telling me like seven generations of my family have all been uh involved <laughs> in in astrological charts this is straight up you googled how to do this and found some site and you're just doing a thing that anyone could do I mean, I'm reading books, so make it sound a little bit nicer. Okay. Um, no, I'm not mad. I'm, I'm laughing I'm at that. But this is, this is... Be it. nice to my friend. You don't have, like, psychic abilities or anything. You're just straight up using Google. I mean, sometimes I do have psychic abilities, but, okay. like, that's a different, you know? Okay, we'll get that's to not, that. Oh, my gosh, it's not that interesting. Um, uh, I just use... My birth chart is not that interesting? No, my psychic abilities are not that interesting. Oh, okay, okay. I, I thought like you were saying strong. you punched it in and it was like, lame white man, like that. <laughs> lame did, white. actually. It was like, super white dude from New Jersey. 
is what it said. Seems accurate. Seems like an accurate <laughs> service. Yeah. Okay. How long does this take? Uh, depends on how fast I can type. Okay. I guess it's slow right now. May 23rd, 1980. We're going to say 6.45 a.m. Yeah. Oh, shit. I put p.m. A.m. Oh, no. I We're good. We got it. Um, I did look up a couple things beforehand. You did? Okay. Um, like what? Just while I was waiting. Um, it makes sense to me that you are in comedy. <laughs> because your son is in Gemini, which we know, which makes you talkative and generally kind of like witty and funny. Gemini is all about communication. Um, but your moon, I think was in Virgo. Let me find your moon. Yeah, it's in Virgo. And, uh, that makes you want to share stories. That's a, that's what a lot of Virgo is. Uh, with your, your moon is your emotions. It's the things you feel deep inside. It's, um, sometimes your connection with your mom depends on, um, the placement, uh-huh. but your moon is in Virgo. And so sharing stories is like the best thing you could have done. Like, it makes sense to me that you started a podcast where you talk to people because you like to bring stories. Look at that. The and cosmos has given this podcast a thumbs up. That's great. Mm-hmm. The placement. In my astrology book, we got you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, sometimes it can make you a little bit controlling in your relationships. A little bit. I don't know if that uh, is a thing for you. Um, Cause Virgo, they're kind of known for being a little bit of the type A. I would think I'm known as a stern taskmaster, sure. <laughs> but you're also like really generous with your time with people. That one's like totally giving- true. People, yeah. All um, the good ones are true and all the bad ones I will laugh <laughs> off with a joke. Sounds like a Gemini. Classic Gemini right there, everybody. Let's pause. Classic Gemini right there. What can I say? Fitting the stereotype classic Gemini. Hey, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Thanks again to our advertisers. You allow the show to exist and I appreciate it. Let's get back to the phone call. But you're also like really generous with your time with people. That one's totally true. All Um, the good ones are true and all the bad ones I will laugh off with a joke. (laughs) Sounds like a Gemini. Sounds like a Gemini. <laughs> okay. Is there anything else? Um, anything that cuts it any deeper or no? Um, so I'm trying to like think and read at the same time. Um, can entertain you with a second. You just, you just doxed your friend. You just told me your friend's name from the other night. I'm so sorry. Look at that. Now everybody knows. Now everybody knows is the one to watch out for at the parade. Let's put on the phone. She gets so good at not doing it to Let's herself. Let's get on the phone, yeah. Were you there sitting next to her for her call? Uh, I was on FaceTime, but yes. Okay, yeah, let's get on the phone, please. I'm so sorry. Listen, it's fine. That's not my stage name, so... <laughs> no, I'm gonna know. Yeah, I didn't give away the Instagram or Twitter handles. So. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, we got 51 minutes left. This, You thought you were gonna reveal all this information about me and in reality it's just going to be you doxing your friend well at least i won't tell you guys her birth time just the birthday okay that's fair uh, look can i ask you a question honestly yeah uh and i feel like i'm about to sound like a grumpy and judgmental person and i don't want to come <laughs> off that way i'm asking very honestly when you say like 
you're someone who wants to make sure stories get told and you feel a connection with your mom. I go, I, those things are very, very true about me. Yeah. But wouldn't any human being on earth say similar? Um, I mean, maybe, but because there's a lot of people who have Virgo moons and also there's a lot of people who like to connect. Because I would say I really like to connect and bring stories. Um, so there are some things that are going to be like gener- like universally human, I guess. Yeah. But um, making it your career is like a different thing. Oh, I just pulled my pants. Um, like I- I'm sitting with my cross leg and now the front row can see that I'm wearing socks with my son's face on them. Because I miss him so bad. Oh. That's my son, Cal, everybody. My wife got me these socks for Father's Day, and when I'm feeling really lonely out here, I wear the socks with his face on them. Was there anyone clap if you realized that was going on before I mentioned it? Were you like, this motherfucker? Was there anyone who sensed that it was the face of a child and w- w- couldn't, it was like, what, it, what? And didn't realize it was my son? Most of the front row thought I was a real creep up until this moment, caller. Because they saw the face of a child on my socks and they were like, whoa, you need to dig a little deeper on that chart because this guy is a fucking psycho. Is there anything in the chart that accounts for uh, my lifelong depression? Uh, Well, your son is in the 12th house, so yes. What the hell does that mean? So uh, when you made the joke earlier about, um, you know, generations of Gethards or whatever... Uh, usually where you look to find that. I'm still pretty new to astrology, so I can't get that deep into it, but 12th house is where you will find some generational things. Okay. Uh, so sometimes it can indicate... I, I don't have my notes on the 12th house, but uh, it can it can cause some stress when it comes to being yourself. Sure. Does that make sense? Okay. 12th house, it, 12th house represents things that you don't necessarily want seen, yeah. That won't, um, that you don't want to look at. Like it's, it's hard for you to face it. So um, my son is in the 12th house and that means that I have things about me that I don't want to face. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's basically. true. <laughs> yeah. That one, you and nailed it. Actually. Yeah. Okay. Um, I have a 12th house placements too. So like I relate very heavily. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like things I don't want to listen yeah. Um, your Mercury is also in the 12th house. I have that placement too, so I kind of know that one Okay. off the top of my head. Uh-huh. But it can cause some stress around communication. Yeah. And it can also indicate how what your parents were feeling like <clears throat> a few months before. Like I think it's a year before you were born and like seven years after you were born. So like in, the, in your early developmental stages. Okay. How were my parents um, feeling from 1979 to 1986? <laughs> uh, issues of communicating with each other. Like somebody felt like they couldn't speak their mind, um, couldn't speak their truth. And it, in, in result, it's hard for you to do the same. Because I also really struggle with that. Okay. Uh, I don't, a lot of no, people... I, I don't get that sense about my parents, but maybe they'll hear this someday and fill me in. <laughs> maybe they will. Um, mm-hmm. We'll have to ask Sally someday if she ever sure. hears it. How she was feeling when you were being born. You know what my favorite Um, thing about this is? (laughs) Yeah. My favorite thing about this is there's no way that we're going to talk about this for 47 more minutes. And it's like interesting and charming enough, but I don't think you have a backup plan. And that's when this show tends to get fucking nuts. 
Oh, I absolutely have no backup plan ever. Yeah. I'm a Sagittarius with five fire placements. I, I said I'm a Sagittarius and I have five other fire placements. Oh, gee, There's I buckle up. No, I don't know. I absolutely never have a plan, Chris. It's just. How long do you predict we talk about? And, and I'm, again, I'm into it. I'm not judging. I'm not being like this is yeah. like I'm inter- I'm interested. But how long do you predict that this goes before it's just me and you winging it? Because that's when it's going to get wild. But probably, probably. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It probably depends on like until you distract me enough that I forget yeah. I have an astrology chart in front of me. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Is there anything else pertinent about <laughs> mine that I need to know? Oh, I just was going to look at the house your moon is in, because usually sure. that can indicate. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. Because uh, your moon is in the fourth house, which is all Fuck. surrounding family. Yeah, so. Fuck. No, actually, it's actually kind of nice. Uh, oh, it means you're like nice. close to your parents. And in return, your relationship with your son, you're going to be very nurturing. Like, I think that's that's very lovely. Well, I'm but, wearing the socks. I'm wearing yeah, the you're socks. wearing the socks. You've proved yeah. it. You've proved is real. I think these socks are affecting the fact that my moon is in the fourth house. Yeah, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Um, Did you change, like, residences a lot in your, I guess, not necessarily just childhood. It might be. Why? What are the charts telling you? It just said that you might have changed residences a lot. No. That's fine. Yeah. Didn't know. No, it's fine. Listen, nobody's going to bat a thousand. (laughs) Especially not where I'm so new to this. I've only been like actually trying for like the last year to read them. Okay. And it's a lot of like information to synthesize. So sure. Probably doing it justice, but you know. Yeah. Um, 45 minutes left. <laughs> Why are you counting down the timer, Chris? Because I'm so thrilled. Because this has always been, cause, and it's a live call. Like even when I'm alone in the studio, these ones, I'm like, oh, nice. I don't, we're going to get to that murky back half where we don't have a plan. And now it's me <laughs> and a bunch of people in Scotland staring at me. And I feel like you're very nice and very charming, but I also get the sense that if I knew astrology charts, I'd be like, oh, you're fucking, you're Saturn's in the 17th goat head. You're a loose cannon. Uh, I mean, you kind of, are not wrong because my Saturn is in Capricorn like most of the people from my generation. Boom. So. Boom. What's that mean? It, uh, I don't know. It's like a generational thing. It means we all just hit our Saturn returns. So shout out to What's anyone who... <laughs> you hit your Saturn returns? Yeah. So, you can't explain one thing to me with information that no. I also don't know. No. I Let me, let me explain. Yeah, I'll do yeah, it. Yeah, please. Okay. So... Yeah. In this, by the way, right? She is. She's laughing at me the whole time. It's good. <laughs> so, in a birth chart, it's kind of like a picture of the sky the, at the time you were born, and the different houses are represented by um, the like it starts at the time. Yeah. So, everyone's chart will look a little bit differently. But <clears throat> some people track current transits so as as it relates to your natal chart, okay. which is what we're looking at now. We're looking at your natal chart. Uh-huh. So, the planets will return. Not all of them, um, but Saturn will return. Like a solar return is like a birthday. You, like, your sun returns to the same spot mm-hmm. every year. You should have just said that. Yeah, sorry. That was way easier. I'm long-winded. It's fine. I got to take up time, No, Chris. no, no. I was kidding. That also <laughs> did not make any sense to me. You're like... You can just Google it. Look up your chart. <laughs> 
I feel like this conversation is like the equivalent of you walking up to me and saying something in French. And I go, oh, I'm so sorry, I don't speak French. So then no, you I tell me something French. in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I go, mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know Spanish either, I'm so sorry. And then you just look at me and smile and you just say something that's like 10 times longer but in German. And yeah. it's clear that you know what I'm saying because I'm speaking English and you're just like flexing hard on me that none of this makes sense. Sorry. Uh, no, it's honestly so much fun <laughs> for me. He wants me to list all the ways German eyes suck. Okay, <laughs> go for it. I mean, if you want to be the silent puppet master controlling your life, that's I fine. Like, I like Gemini's. Gemini's get a bad rep like when you're on TikTok or whatever. Well, what's... what's well, <laughs> if you ever want me to feel old, tell me more about astrology TikTok. <laughs> Ever want me to feel more like a man in my 40s? Break down how astrology TikTok works. That's actually what I set out to do on the show is to make you feel as old as possible. Oh, believe it's every day. No, it's just the nature of the beast, I think, being a young dad. So wait, what's wrong with Gemini's? I mean, we're we're moody, right? Emotionally a little out of control. Are those two of the knocks? Um, something like that. Two faced. Yeah, two-faced is usually the thing you hear the most yeah. about Gemini. Sure. But I actually disagree um, because I feel like Gemini's can be, I don't know, I'm friends with her, so I think they're pretty cool. I also have a Gemini moon, so I have a soft spot for the Gemini's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you totally. believe in ghosts? Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I seem like the type, huh? No, I'm just checking. Kind of distract me. I feel like if you're um, gonna keep saying random shit, then I'll just keep saying random shit too. Perfect. Yeah. I like it. I, I like love it. it. That would be an amazing structure for a call. What's your favorite type of berry? <laughs> What's that? Raspberry. Raspberry. What's yours? I like. I actually really like raspberries a lot as well, but I find that um, they tend to go bad a little sooner than other berries. So that side, okay. of, I like the taste, but I don't like. Yeah. I don't like the uh, efficiency. But you didn't answer what your favorite blue, your favorite berry is. Well, you just proved. You looked at my chart. You said this motherfucker likes blueberries. That so. might have been me psychicking you. Is it actually blueberries? I was going to say blueberries. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Maybe I am a little bit psychic. I don't know. My therapist makes me write down when I get uh, things right. So that one's going in the old. Let me yeah. see if I can guess something else about you. What What's a good thing to guess? You tell me. <laughs> I'm thinking. Okay, I, I'm thinking of a number. Between one and ten, I'm gonna hold up my fingers so that the crowd can see it, but you can't oh, no, see if it. I get this wrong. <laughs> one through ten. Now I'm gonna shut my eyes and I'm gonna try to connect with you through the powers of the cosmos. I'm holding okay. up a certain number of fingers. The crowd can see it. My eyes are shut, and I'm really trying to give myself over to the idea that we're all humans on this globe connected. <laughs> that maybe in some world, we're if you give yourself over as well, we can meet on the astral plane, and you can see my okay. fingers. How many? <laughs> hmm. Really Four focused. is the number that keeps coming to my brain, but I don't want to Is that right? You just is gave this right? crowd the goddamn time of their lives. You just gave this crowd the greatest moment of their lives. Wait, were, are they just being nice to me or did I actually get it? Yeah, people are just spontaneously that nice as crowds. No, you crushed it. 
I was holding up four fingers with my eyes closed, and then you traveled into the astral plane like Dr. Goddamn Strange, and you came and you looked at my four fingers, and you got it. Let's do another one. Okay. Um, I, didn't, I didn't even think about it. That was the first number that came to my head before you even closed your eyes. Okay, hold on. What I'm going to do, because I got my computer here with the timer, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to type the name of an animal, and then I'm going to show it to the front row. Okay, you guys can see it. You can vouch for it. Okay. So just the front row. Are you the couple, by the way? Did you, are you the one who lied to your girlfriend about the tickets? No, no, oh, oh, that's you. <laughs> well done. Well done. Okay. Um, so a bunch of the people in the front row. I've, I've written down the name of a horse. Um, never mind. <laughs> okay, never mind. Never mind. Are you doxing horses now? <laughs> no, never mind. Never mind. Get that out of your head. Get that out of your head. I'm going to change the name of the animal. Okay. You guys see the name of that animal? Okay, I've written down the name of an animal. Spoiler. It's not a horse anymore. Okay. I've written down the name of a different animal. I showed it to four or five people in the front row. I'm, I'm going to sit in the same okay. exact chair that I was before. I'm closing my eyes. I'm giving myself make- over to the idea that we're all a part of one universe and that maybe we indeed are all connected and that these things are possible, being open-minded. And maybe if you focus in the same way on your end, you can travel through the astral plane, look into my mind, maybe even look at my computer screen and guess the name of the animal. Hmm. This one feels harder. For some reason, lions come to my brain, but I don't think that's right. The noise from the crowd tells me it wasn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is that your official guess, lion? Uh, Look at the chart. Look at the Think chart. about what type of animal would this guy list? Well, a horse was such a basic answer for before. Um, Ouch. Dog. Dog is my official answer. Dog? Yeah. I don't have one on that one. Squirrel. It, squirrel. Okay. Dang. Well, we're two for three. We'll see, we'll see what well, else we hit. Well, one, for two. one for two. We need the rubber match, right? So we got one. Uh, I thought there was another one, I guess. Wasn't there? Yeah. Berry. Yeah, the berry. That's oh, yeah. two for three. Don't downplay the berry moment. Fuck me. You're right. <laughs> okay. Got 37 minutes left, and we're li- you're literally, I'm just, we're li- I've asked these people to pay money tonight so they could watch me type the word squirrel onto a computer, and then you could guess from somewhere in America. Can you imagine? I actually think they're enjoying it, honestly. What's that? I would enjoy it. I said, I feel like I would enjoy it. I think I people are having, I think, pe- I think there are a lot of people in the room tonight going, I'm not sure why, but this is really fun. <laughs> that's my hope. Honestly. Uh, that's what I do. Yeah. Last night. A little sedate. So I'm glad this one is getting weird. Oh, good. I wonder who <laughs> is going to have call tomorrow night. So we got one more. Do you have any other friends that you're already lining up to call since you apparently have cracked the system on how to get through to Beautiful Anonymous? I don't want to hurt your feelings, but I don't know anyone else who listens to your podcast. <laughs> they should. I tell them to, but nobody listens to me. You know what's cool, though, is like, you got to hear the crowds laugh so you can imagine what they saw when I felt that pain. I'm sorry. You know, after we talked, I was like, I have way more empathy for Chris now, but apparently I'm still mean. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're great. You're great. Okay. So to my astrologist friend, 36 minutes left. What else do you want to do? We've done some astrology charts, some psychic guessing. What else? What else should we do? Uh, maybe we should talk about why you're afraid to talk about something sad tonight, that you tweeted about it. Uh, well, I put out the call prompt. I said, I can't handle anything sad tonight. 
uh, who's got some energy and some fun. And that's and then you called and Andrea put you on. I'll give you the honest answer. I'll give you the honest answer, which is uh, it's a two pronged answer. Full disclosure: uh, last night's call I mentioned was a, 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 a little sedate, and I'm not judging the caller, and I'm not upset about it, it was a good call, but I wanted to make sure that this one tonight had a different energy, so I put that. And then the second answer, if I'm being totally honest, is you know I've spent uh, over two weeks now in a city where I don't really know anybody, where my son is in, in a time zone that's five hours away, so I only get to talk to him for a few minutes a day, and I miss him terribly, and I feel lonely. So I, I wanted some goofy energy, some fun energy. I needed that distraction tonight. And you've been giving me that, so thank you. Okay. okay. I'm sorry uh, things are a bit lonely out there right now. It's okay. okay That's think- the nature of the beast, right? You travel. You, you travel. This life I have, you know, I'm a fa- yeah. you know, I wander from city to city. And I do stuff, and I meet nice people, and then I move on. And that's inherently a very... Uh, fun life that fits me, but also it does mean you're constantly in flux and it's a little bit lonely and I signed up for it and it fits me. But right now, uh, it will, that's the thing, right? Is that now my child has, my child has kind of reframed the whole discussion. So it doesn't feel as much adventurous to leave and go places. It feels like I'm disconnected from this thing that gives me all of my greatest joy. So I put on socks with his face on them. And I walk around town. Man with the moon in his fourth house. Why don't you go ahead and say something all emo and shit? I had to get all emotional. What's that? I can. I can. What do you want to know about? Let's see. Um, What do I want to know about? Let's see. Um, What's the most a friend has ever hurt your feelings? And if it's it's okay, you just have to say it in front of her. It's actually never hurt my feelings, so just yours. Just yours, yeah. You know you're becoming the villain of this show. <laughs> she did say yesterday or the other day that this was the origin of her villain story. She did when she was on the call. She said it was the origin, and now she and now she keeps uh, dissing me, and honestly, in a funny way where people like it. And you are becoming the villain of the show, and someday I will defeat you. <laughs> you're the origin of his villain. Story. I'm I'm open to that. That felt weird. <laughs> that response felt weird. Uh, what's the most offended that's ever hurt me? Wait, uh, is that or the other caller? No, it's me. I almost said my own name. <laughs> I didn't do it. So close. The okay. astrology girl. Sure. Um, okay. I'm trying to think what the most another friend has ever hurt me. Um, either that, you can either tell me the thing a friend has said that has hurt your feelings the most. Or you can rank your favorite types of pudding. I don't know that I've eaten that many types of pudding, so... What? You don't have any opinions on pudding? Chocolate pudding's fine. It's good. Not mad at it. I had a pistachio pudding thing. Delicious. One of my favorite kinds. Might be my favorite pudding. Pistachio pudding. Underrated. I can agree. Pistachio's good. What about... You ever had banana pudding? Oh, shit. I do make a really good banana pudding, actually. You make I it? I forgot about that. Do you put, yeah, Nilla, do you put Nilla wafers in it? Yeah. So it's it's technically like a copycat of Magnolia Bakery. See, you're out yeah. here saying you got no opinions on pudding, and then it turns out that you're out here ripping off famous bakeries because you care that <laughs> much about pudding. I forget about my opinions sometimes, but when I have them, they're strong. It just And also, I just- also, I know how to dig deep, and I'm good at this goddamn job. You thought you were going to sit here and tell me something sad, and instead I got you to talk about pudding. 
But yeah. you thought you had and nothing to say I about it. it. Okay. I forgot I liked pudding. So it's perfect. You're doing <laughs> okay. your job well. Sure, sure. Bible Balloon says you're doing your job well. This is tr- becoming the true chaos that I craved and needed tonight. Um, good. Okay. Saddest thing a friend's ever told you. Oh, back to that. Come on. You tell me stuff. <laughs> okay. Or, or um, do you think... <laughs> Do you think you could beat a raccoon in a fight? <laughs> See, it's moments like this where I hear myself do them and I go, sometimes people call up and they give me credit. Chris, you're thoughtful, you're a good listener. And I go, but I'm also an idiot who asks people if they could beat up a raccoon. And I go, shake my head in shame. You know what? While we're taking this break, let's listen to some ads. We'll be right back. Thanks again to everybody who sponsors the show. Now let's finish off the phone call. Do you think you could beat a raccoon in a fight? <laughs> saddest thing, uh, saddest friends ever made you, or we could discuss, do you think that if a raccoon tried to fight you, you could win? Because there's been a couple people who have called this show and talked about raccoon attacks. Okay. What weight class do you think the raccoon is in? <laughs> I would say standard raccoon. It's not a super-sized raccoon. It's not on steroids. It's not a human-sized raccoon. It's like the type of raccoon that goes through a garbage can and takes stuff out. Is the raccoon rabid? The raccoon's not rabid. Great question. Okay. Not rabid, so which would okay. be kind of like steroids for raccoons, right? I would say it's a it's a healthy by raccoon standards, um, re- reasonably healthy adult raccoon. Not elderly, not too young. It's a fully developed. It's gone through raccoon puberty. It's probably the equivalent of like a 27 to 28 year old human raccoon in ter- in terms of health level. I'm not saying it's a 28-year-old raccoon because I think that raccoon would be on death's door. I don't know much about the lifespans of raccoons, but I have a feeling that would be an extremely old raccoon. I'm saying more that it's at its athletic prime in the same way that most Olympic athletes, they say hit their athletic prime around 26, 27, 28. For most sports, it's it's athletic prime as a raccoon. It's healthy. It has all its claws and teeth. Uh, I would say uh, like right in the 50th percentile of what you would expect for a raccoon from weight. It's not an overly fat raccoon. It's not a really skinny raccoon. It's right down the middle as far as a raccoon. Could you beat it in a fight? And what would your strategy be while fighting it? Or what's the saddest a friend has ever made you? Um, that's a tough one. I do feel like I could beat a raccoon if he wasn't motivated to fight me. Um, if he was motivated, I don't know if I could do it. Okay. To be honest. And yeah. What do you think? I feel like I would give a good fight. And when you say if it was motivated to fight you, how exactly do you classify the difference in that? Uh, like it actively wants to fight me. It's challenged me. Well, the presupposition is that you have to fight the raccoon. I have to. Let's say that it's like you go to put a bag of garbage in your garbage can and you catch the raccoon out there and the raccoon like backs up and it's like, oh, and now we're going to have a fight. I'll just swing the bag at it and then I'd win. I have objects in my hands. Well, if you get a weapon, the raccoon gets a weapon. What weapon? (laughs) The raccoon has a weapon. If you get to use a garbage bag, then the raccoon gets to use. um, What's that? I couldn't. Oh, the, uh, the Scottish crowd has informed me. They have a very strong... Uh, listen, here's what Scotland thinks of America. The raccoon has a gun. That's what Scotland thinks happens in America right now. That even our I, raccoons are walking around fucking strapped with clocks. I mean, like, are they, you know, I don't think they're wrong. It's a I, terrifying place to live. 
Yeah, it's. I mean, it, the amount of jokes I've heard about American gun culture is very. It, it is both. It's. It's not wrong for people to make the jokes, but man, it makes me sad. But yeah. Oh, the, me too. So me the too. raccoon has a gun. Let's say the raccoon has a gun, but it's not loaded. So you have a bag that you can swing at the raccoon, and the raccoon can try to pistol whip you with the gun, but it can't actually shoot the gun. Well, I know it's not loaded though, because either way, if I see a gun, I'm putting my hands up. No, yeah, you know it's not loaded. You're aware that it's not loaded. So it's effectively using it as a club. So the raccoon has a gun, but the gun has no bullets. You have a bag full of reasonably okay. heavy garbage, uh, and you have to fight the raccoon. What's your strategy, and who do we think wins? I got more reach. Between my legs and the garbage bag, mm-hmm. I got more reach. He's just got a little gun. Yeah, but so he's I got a lot of mobility, agility. <laughs> And can climb walls. Let's not forget. Yeah. <laughs> well, I just feel like and he's got a gun. I could punch a raccoon so hard, we wouldn't want to deal with me. So what's that? I said I could punch that raccoon so hard. I don't think it would want to deal with me. Yeah, you think you'd beat the raccoon in a fight? My older brother beat any raccoon. If I can take my older brother, I could take a raccoon. You can beat up your older brother in a fight, legit. Uh, if I fight dirty, yes. It hasn't that, happened in like 15 years, so my skills might be rusty. My older brother, he's two and a half years older than me, and he generally had the upper hand. And we were both willing to fight dirty. But if you uh, knew us growing up, you'd think that I would probably be the one to fight dirty uh, quicker. But he, he would throw a sucker punch. The last time we got in a fight, I was in college, and I managed to pin him against a wall. And I was like, this is crazy. We both got to stop. He's like, you're right. I'm like, you're good? I'm going to walk away? He's like, yeah. So I let him go, and he immediately punched me in the jaw as hard as he could. Wow, what a jerk. That's Irish-American brothers right there, like mm-hmm. born a little too close in age, and uh, we just spent our whole childhood. like Nobody who I'm closer with in my life, and also we would just beat the shit out of each other on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds familiar. I think that's okay. maybe growing up in a dysfunctional household a little bit, siblings, but maybe not super. What's the chart just- say? What's your chart say? What's the chart say know. about my brother? Anything? Uh, probably not. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't know if it would say it. I'm still still kind of new to this thing, you know? Okay, so then you can tell me about the saddest a friend has ever made you or what Olympic sport no longer deserves to be an Olympic sport. Oh, my gosh. I have no thoughts about that. How about I tell you about something else that was, like, kind of hard for me to go through, but ultimately it's not... Okay, I guess fuck me and my ideas, sure. I can't think of a time, I can think of one time a friend has hurt me that bad, and if we have time at the end, you can ask me that again. But the story doesn't go that far, so I guess you call all the shots. (laughs) Sure. Um, So let me paint you a picture. It's 2019, end of 2019. Um, Birthday's coming, I'm a Sagittarius, so it's around Christmas time. My cat dies on my birthday. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you. Um, coming into 2020, right? 2020 New Year's Eve. I'm like, this is going to be my year. We ended this year so horrible. I'm going to make 2020 my year. Yeah. How'd that go? Seven seven days into 2020, I got hit by a truck. What? You got hit by a truck? I said no sad shit. I specifically said on Twitter. I'm so sorry to hear that. Um, it was, it was like a really bad car accident is really what it was. So you I were, just, like, you were in a car? Yes. 
And what kind of but truck? I, like a pickup truck or like an 18 wheel? Yeah, it was like a it was like a brand new huge GMC truck. It was it was big and it was lifted and hit me at going like 60 miles an hour and I was stopped on the freeway. Okay. Were you okay? So uh relatively. The okay. PTSD is not. Um mm-hmm. spinal injury is here, like healing, you know, bad whiplash injury takes time. But ultimately I feel like Two, you know, two and a half years later, I'm to a point now where I feel like I'm a completely different person, like for the better. Okay. Uh, because like the last two years has sent me on this like crazy healing journey. It's brought people like into my life that like, or brought people closer, made me realize who maybe I don't need to be around or <clears throat> I don't know. It's, it's been a really cool journey um, as much as it's been really difficult. But it's been that's good. Like I'm sorry you went cool. through it, and I'm glad that you grew from it. <laughs> Me too. Me too. But that's a uh... anything else notable happened in 2020? <laughs> yes, but it's gonna get more. What sad was that I... noise? <laughs> I just air forcibly coming from my mouth because it's gonna get way more sad if I talk about the rest of 2020. Like most people probably in the audience too. The like yeah, 2020 was really psychologically tough. Yeah, I remember. Um, I was so. mostly joking when I said that. I was like, maybe don't, it was like enough that happened in 2020 that when I finally went back to therapy in 2021, I told my therapist, I think I'm cursed. And she was like, after I told her everything, like trauma dumped on her. Yeah. And she was like, she, I was like, I think I'm cursed. And she was like, it doesn't sound like you're wrong. Wow. (laughs) 2020 was a bit of a doozy. Sounds like a bad therapist. (laughs) No, she's great. She's actually really great. Good. No, sometimes when they're that honest and raw about it, it's actually very validating. So yeah, I actually prefer them to be really honest yeah, and raw about things because my ther- if I feel like my therapist can be a handful, but she's great. I think I heard you talk about her once on yeah. uh, an episode you did of oh, what's it called? You were trying, <laughs> we don't have to get into it because you were talking about an emotional breakdown you had and you ended up sounds in New like, Jersey somewhere. Yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah. Yeah, you thought you were a ghost or something? Uh, yeah, probably, yeah. I don't remember. It was, oh, Risk is the name of the podcast. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And I think that's how I got to Beautiful Anonymous, actually, was from that. Because I was like, this guy's pretty funny. Nice, thanks. I like that story, and then I made my way to Beautiful Anonymous, so. Okay. Okay. I love it. So how about, can you either tell me the saddest a friend has ever made you? Oh, or you can tell me which Olympic sport you think doesn't deserve to be an Olympic sport anymore. Or you can tell me what you think is the greatest first line of a song ever. Oh my gosh, that's assuming I can think of a song right now. Yeah, no, I'm putting um, you on the spot. I'm not known for tossing softballs. <laughs> or whatever else you want. Um, trying to think because I don't know the Olympics that well. I'm not like an avid Olympics watcher. I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna say it, and I think a lot of us are thinking it. We already got figure skating. Do we need ice dancing? Is it, are those separate things? Those are separate things. Wow, I just found that out now at 30 years old. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, um, probably don't need the them it feels like they're too closely related but maybe there's an ice dancer in the audience that could beg to differ i'm sure there is someone in the world who could explain to me the intricate differences between ice dancing and figure skating but do i need to watch them both as a spectator 
I don't think no. I do. No. Probably not. Probably Mm-mm. not. Mm-mm. Um, maybe I'll just get the saddest thing a friend has ever done to me, just so it gets it out of the way. That or the greatest first line of a song. I can't think of a song right now. Sure. And basically, the, <laughs> the last like year of my life, all I've been doing is listening to K-pop, and I don't speak Korean very well. So Very um, well. So you do, on some level, understand Korean? Uh, not really. Okay. <laughs> I guess I don't really speak it at all. I watched like K-dramas like long before I started listening to K-pop, so there are some things I would say I could like understand, but I do not speak Korean. <laughs> so why you're just really into K-pop now? Do you like the music, or are you also into the culture of like freaking out about? Because K-pop has some very famous boy bands too, right? Yeah. And that's part yeah. of the culture. So are you into yeah. like following them and freaking out about it a little too, or is it genuinely no the music? Uh, the music is actually really great. Um, nice. And like going, I would say because I went to my first K-pop concert like a monthish ago now. Who'd you see? Uh, a band called Stray Kids. How was it? So good. They put on such a good show. And like K-pop bands, they do it a little differently than like um, Western artists do, where they usually have, you know, Western arts, artists usually have like an opener, uh-huh. something else that takes up time. K-pop idols go for like the full three hours, just them. And just putting on these like really crazy shows. So. And were people like crying and flipping out? <laughs> well, yeah, that's kind of the nature of it. Um, Did you cry? I didn't cry at the concert. <laughs> at the concert. What's that mean? Uh, I cried the next day because the post-concert depression hit, you know? Like the, it was, the concert had taken you to such a high high? And yeah, And you yeah. realized that so, there was an emotional crash that followed it? Oh, yeah. Wow. And then, like... Wow. I'm going to get sad again, but the two weeks coming home has been just as, like hellish as 2020 was so um it's just been it's just been a lot so it was just a lot of overwhelming emotions in addition to having like this really cool experience with my friends and feeling like I could just be myself because that's what I was going to say about k-pop when you like go to these events in person um there's a sense of community that is not there when I've been to literally any other concert that like um like k-pop stands are like can be some of the most welcoming people mm-hmm. and because you have that thing in common it, like when you're standing in lines people act like you're already friends and that's beautiful uh, like i've made friends i made friends with the people sitting behind me and we still talk like every day that's amazing like, <laughs> every so day I would say, yeah well it's mostly like we're sending uh content back and forth you know <laughs> Or talking about what somebody's posted. And it's just fun, that community aspect of it. I have a friend who, um, she left her religion and hadn't felt community in a long time. And when she went to her first concert, like, I don't know, six months ago, she was like, I feel like I found God in the way that, like, I found, like, a community. K-pop is her new religion. Yeah. Wow. Which, honestly, as religions go, as good as any other. Could do worse. That might be really... Could do worse, yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Um. And it's been actually really fun creatively because I made these like really cool t-shirts for us to go. And so it's given me like some creative outlet because I've been, I've been creating as much. Um, I went to school for art. And so I just created these really cool t-shirts. It's just been, it's been fun, I think. And in like my therapy journey, I've needed to heal that inner teenager as well as inner child. And this is fulfilling that. Like I never felt 
like safe enough to fangirl when I was a teenager. I was like, I'm too cool for that. And now I'm like, this is fun. <laughs> I'm just going to have fun. I love that. I have no snarky comments on that. That sounds Thank you. good. That sounds good. If it's giving you something, all hell K-pop. That's great. It's a good time. And Stray Kids was also a really good, really good. Uh, they're they're not as poppy. They're a little more like rap and. So that's more like K-rap. Uh, yeah, I think they still identify on like the pop scale of things, but. Is there a genre called K-rap? Yeah, there's K-R&B. There's. Like Do some people of not ever artists. read the word K-Rap out loud and think maybe it's a bad idea to call it that? Yeah, I do it. I My friend sent me her playlist, like kind of when I was first like, oh yeah, just send me a playlist. Because actually how I got started in K-pop really was I was doing this creative exercise where I had people send me their favorite playlists, like their, mm -hmm. their most curated, their favorite songs ever. Okay. And I would listen to the whole thing through, like the entire thing. But I was more making the point that it spells out the word crap. Yeah, uh, I, sorry, I'm a long-winded storyteller. That's okay. <laughs> so she sent me a K-Rap playlist, and I was like, that sounds like crap. Yeah. But I like music, so. We are on the same page there. We got started. Yeah, we're on the same page. Okay, so you can tell me I the saddest that. a friend has ever made you, or what you would say is the best first line of any song ever, or you can tell me for real what's the worst you've ever broken the law. The Scottish crowd wants that one. Oh my gosh. It sounds like she knows in the background. Have they broken a lock? No, I want to know. <laughs> um, have I broken a law? Here's the deal. My, this is going to be funny. My dad, when I was like a, a five-year-old, I stole a bunch of change from him. And he pretended to call the cops on me. And... Um, we live next to a hospital, so he, we're having this conversation. I'm like, don't call the cops, Dad. Don't call the cops. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm calling you stole. And uh, a helicopter flew over, and he's like, that's it. The police sent a helicopter for you. Um, to which I had an emotional breakdown and have never done anything bad since. It sounds like good parenting. Yeah, I have never stolen. <laughs> My son is three, and he thinks stealing is hilarious and awesome. <laughs> He thinks it's really funny and cool to steal. He's yeah. not wrong, you know? Yeah. He has a good sense of humor about it, but I've tried to explain to him, we can't, you can't just take things. And he's like, no, I'm stealing it. I'm like, oh, so you, you know? And he's like, yeah, I'm taking this. It's not mine. I'm stealing it, daddy. And he has a big grin on his face when he does it. And I'm like, yeah, more power to you. That's kind of fucking awesome. Like, I wish I ever lived without that amount of guilt and overthinking things in my head, but you can't steal yeah. Yeah. Well, I like that he tells you too. He's like, I am stealing. You're like, stealing? You're supposed to be maybe a little secretive about it. He, so I have, this is going to sound strange, but so I have a very good friend and he comes to the fringe most years. This year he's only come for a week and he's a professional wrestler. His name's Colt Cabana. He's a great guy, really good friend of mine for many years now. You know, but he travels around as a wrestler and I travel around as a comedian. So we only see each other once in a blue moon. But when I was here in 2016, we lived together and it was so joyous. And uh, he's going to be here for a few days. And I told my son the other day, I go, hey, you're going to meet this friend of mine. He like really means a lot to me, but I don't get to see him that often. His name's Colt Cabana. And guess what he does as his job? And I was on FaceTime with Cal. And uh, Cal goes, what? What's his job? And I go, you know how sometimes there's wrestlers that we've seen on TV? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, he's a wrestler. He's a professional wrestler. His job is he's a wrestler. Cal was like, wow, really? And my wife was in the room with him in Jersey, and she goes, 
He's really big, Cal, and he has really big muscles. And my little son, three years old, with a straight face goes, well, I'm stronger and I'm gonna smash him. <laughs> I was like, what? Where did you get that confidence? This guy could toss you over the fucking castle if he felt like it. He's huge and you're tiny. He's like, no, I'm stronger and I'll smash him. And I kind of can't wait for them to meet. So what if my son just fucking wrecks shop and smashes Cabana? I hope he never loses that confidence. Me neither. I actually think about it a lot. I just before this show had this thought pop into my head where I go, I got so much anxiety and I can't let my son feel it. I got, he's got to be able to just live like that. He's on this path where I'm like, you're this confident, happy guy. And that was never my deal. I got to stay out of the way on that. Yeah, I love that. I, were your parents anxious with you? Like, did they show it to you? Uh, yeah, I saw some. I mean, everybody's got their things. Yeah, my mom, my mom can be a little anxious, and I picked up on it. But uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I feel like that's really cool that you're not passing that on to your kid. I mean, I, I probably will. A really anxious person. I would and not. Like, I would love like to I, not do it, but I'm probably going to. Yeah, well, everyone's going to in some way, but I think that you're actively thinking about not doing it is huge. Yeah, I hope so. We'll see. He's a good kid. <laughs> anyway. We've got 11 minutes left. Okay, so you can either tell me about the worst a friend, the, hard, the hardest a friend has ever heard your feelings or what you think is the best first line of a song or we already went over crime. You stole change from your dad when you were five. So instead, let's switch it. You said before that you believe in ghosts. Have you ever encountered one? Let me ask you a question first and we can come back to the ghost. Great, thing. great. Um, back to the crime thing. Have you ever committed a crime or what crime would you commit if you knew you couldn't get caught? Oh, I've definitely committed crimes. <laughs> Let's see. What's, what's one that I can think of? I mean, first of all, I'm from New Jersey, so I drive like a psychopath. I, I never obey the speed limit. Um, well, I guess I don't do that either. Right there. You got that. Um, I'm trying to think, like, what's a real crime that I'm willing to say into a microphone in front of a crowd that's being <laughs> recorded? Um... Huh. Let's see. I definitely, when I was a kid once, I was in Toys R Us and they had a candy aisle and I straight up was like, I want candy. I walked up <laughs> and just started opening shit and eating it right off the shelf. Oh, I remember like doing that. Probably like nine or ten. I was like, what are they going to oh. do? That was very out of character for me. Probably an early sign of some mental illness issues, actually. <laughs> me just being like, fuck it. Let me get in some trouble. Uh, you let some intrusive thoughts win there, huh? What else? I mean, me and my friend used to drive around when we were at Rutgers and we had gone to the Route 1 flea market and we had uh, bought a blow dart gun, like where you blow dart. And we used to drive up and shoot them at people because we were psychos. <laughs> Usually friends of ours, if we like saw a friend walking down the street, we'd attack them with uh, projectile weapons. Um, Perfect. What else? Great what other crimes have I committed that I'm willing to share? Um, yeah. No, yeah. I was a New Jersey teen in the 80s. We used to just go out and destroy stuff. Yeah. Cool. We used to play a game in New Jersey where we, um, this was a good one. That we used to drive into neighboring towns that were nicer than ours, and when they would leave their garbage out, like the garbage cans, the rubbish bins, right? You, we would play a game where you would um, one person would hang out of the passenger side window of the car and grab onto the handle of the garbage can, and then the other person would just floor it as hard as they could, 
And the idea was to hang on and get the garbage can dragging as much momentum as you can, and then you try to just wing it into a tree or something so it would explode, or maybe like a parked car or the curb to see it flip over. We would do that. That was vandalism, right? <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, that would, that would have gotten us arrested if we had been caught. Probably. Yeah. But you were a real rough and tumble teenager, huh? Throwing garbage cans? Well, you asked. <laughs> you gotta make me look like a chump for the answer. It actually probably sounds like it would have been a good time. It was really fun. It was really fun. I also did almost once, the closest I ever came to getting arrested was I was once in Livingston, New Jersey, and I had to pee. Uh, we went to 7-Eleven, and I had to pee, so I just peed outside the building, and the cops stopped it. That was me and my friend. And co uh, cops caught us, and they stopped us, and they were like, you come up here from West Orange, and you pee on our... How would you like it if I went to your town and peed on buildings in your town? I was like, I don't know. I probably wouldn't give a fuck, honestly. Like, <laughs> probably wouldn't care, you know? And then he was like, oh, you're getting... Uh, like, I was trying to show off for my friend, like, mouthing off, and he's like... I could legitimately arrest you. So just stop being a wise ass. I was like, all right, you're right, you're right. But that's also, that's white privilege right there, right? Mouthing off to oh, a cop as a teenager. For sure. But it also is a very Gemini thing to do. Is it? Yeah. How so? Gemini's hate cops? No, you're just witty. That like when you're put in a corner, what are you going to do? You're going to make jokes about it. Yeah. Okay. We got seven minutes left. Okay. What are we thinking here? I don't know, man. What are you thinking? I'm You're the one with a bunch of eyes on you. I'm thinking you gotta. I'm thinking you gotta put on the phone for a second. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Are you gonna bleep my name? No. No, I refuse. Fair Honestly, fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> no, we'll bleep it every time. Uh, Anita is gonna kill me, but we'll bleep it every time. My I was so me. careful. I didn't like say my home to others. Anyway. Is, okay. Oh, here's a good thing. Is the, your friend doxed your name? Is there anything you'd like to dox about your friend in response? Ooh, yeah. I feel like she is way more sensitive than she'll ever let on. And so she's like being really careful. Sagittarius, right? Yeah, she's being really careful about what she's saying. I wanted her to spill her guts. What did you want me to spill my guts about? I don't know. You got secrets, probably. <laughs> probably. Tell me something you know about your friend, and then your friend can tell me something about you that you haven't shared yet. And I want to see what you would both reveal if it was if 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 it was like if I were you, I'd talk about blank right now. Okay. Do you want something like funny or something vulnerable? Up to you. Okay. Um, the thing about <laughs> Gethard wins again. Gethard wins again. You think you're the puppet master? I've been pulling the strings this whole goddamn time. Boiled in the last six minutes. <laughs> anyway, I was going to say is the thing about this person is that she is. <laughs> she is really good at lifting other people up and like seeing the strengths in everybody else, but she has a lot of strengths herself, including that, which I think is a strength in and of itself, being able to see the like good and everyone around her. Um, but also she's just like a really strong person with a lot of interest and she like kind of doesn't apologize for it. And I think that's cool. Okay. Okay. <laughs> close. Close. <laughs> what would you say about 
Oh, that was so nice. I think my brain stopped working. Um, you can say something mean about me. I would mean that. Oh, uh, I don't necessarily have anything mean to say. Um, I will say I have been impressed like the last few months for as much as you claim you want to avoid things and not look within yourself. You have been really looking at yourself and trying to figure out what um, is best for you and a way for you to live your most authentic life. And I think that's cool. Wait, I'm going to say something about her because I can't, I'm going to avoid that. She says something nice about me. Okay. She hasn't been listening to the podcast recently. She introduced it to me, but then I'm trying to talk to her about episodes and she hasn't been listening. Wow. <laughs> Why'd you bail on me? <laughs> Why'd you bail? No, be honest. Let's get into it. It's not just you though. Here's the deal. I've been like, I, cause I've been, I don't know if you've done EMDR before in therapy, no. but um, it's a type of reprocessing your trauma. Sure. And so um, it kind of, it almost like, I don't know if it's like this for everyone, um, but it's like rapid eye movement. So you're like watching something move back and like usually it's a you know get the therapist's hand waving back and forth but it stimulates both sides of your brain to help you reprogram the trauma so it's not and it's this like is really why you no longer it. listen to my podcast no so i'm getting into it <laughs> give me a sec we have three for me, minutes when i do it it's it's like it feels like my body's back in the trauma so after therapy i'm so mentally exhausted um that i i have a hard time listening to podcasts like the last six months. Okay. And so it's well, been I can't get mad about that. that I've been well, I mean, yeah. if you're looking to <laughs> get out of trouble when again. your friend is like, yo, my friend doesn't listen to your shit anymore. If you start saying phrases like I've been reprocessing my trauma, then yeah, I'm not allowed to make any jokes about that. <laughs> I mean, you can make jokes about my childhood trauma if you want. I do it all the time. You could also just be like, yeah, it was good. But then it kind of felt all the episodes kind of were feeling similar. So I decided to move on to Joe Rogan or something. <laughs> can you imagine if, people, if all my fans were like, eh, I kind of went more in a Rogan direction. Very unexpected turn as far as my days. I went from your yeah. thought, thoughtful talks with strangers to MMA commentary and weed endorsements and all sorts of political opinions. I can't imagine that the the over like if you looked at a like a Venn diagram of your fans and Joe Rogan's fans, they would yeah. just be two circles. Yeah, probably absolutely no overlap. Probably not too much. Probably not too much. Um, okay, we have a minute and forty five seconds left. What's a thing that you've done in <laughs> your life do? that you'll never tell your children about someday if you should have them? Hmm. I can't think of anything. I'm like, I, it's not that I'm a boring person. Cause I think the things I like are really cool. But as far as like doing things that would get me in trouble, never. <laughs> so tell me about one of the cool things that you haven't brought up yet. We got a minute. The cool thing I've done. Um, hey, you've done great so far, <laughs> but I'm now going to put a lot of pressure on you and say, there's a live crowd staring at me and you need oh to gosh. stick the fucking landing. <laughs> and that's on you. Um, I can't think of a cool thing I've done right now because I'm like on the spot and we have a minute left. Okay. Um, but something I would try to encourage, like something I wish people knew, yeah. um, is sitting with what you don't know is actually the most helpful thing I think you can do for your healing journey. 
that like there's a lot of questions like I don't know man like I don't know the answer to that but like sitting with I just don't know and letting that and not questioning yourself why you don't know just like letting yourself feel it that's the most helpful thing I've had on my healing journey and I would encourage other people to do that too that's a very nice warm thought do you want to end with a chaotic thought I don't know what seconds we have left got 18 seconds if you want to throw some chaos in at the tail end i wouldn't argue with it you put it on me i was expecting a random question oh uh 10 seconds uh what's uh i don't know you gotta stick the landing craziest thing you've done sexually well we're out of time i don't know okay we just hit zero thank you so much for calling in for an evening of completely random adhd chaos Caller, thank you so much for calling. Thanks for analyzing my birth chart. Thanks for putting your psychic abilities on display. Thanks for involving your friend from last week. Thanks for throwing me for so many loops and allowing it to be so much fun. I want to thank Andrew out in Scotland who engineered the show. I want to thank Andrea who is in New Jersey coordinating callers. And of course, Anita Flores who produces the show. Ryan Connor who engineers the show. Our theme song is by Shell Shag. Go to chrisgeth.com if you want to know more about me, including my live dates. And remember, 14th and 15th, Atlanta, Athens. I'm doing some stand-up. I'll see you there. And hey, wherever you're listening right now, there's a button. It says subscribe, favorite, follow, something like that. Hit that button. Helps us so much. And if you want merch like shirts and stuff like that, podswag.com. Check it out. If you want your episodes ad-free, you want access to tons of other shows ad-free, Stitcher Premium. Okay, use the promo code STORIES. You get a one-month free trial. That's stitcher.com slash premium.